Phones are amazing things. They hold us up. They support us. They make us strong. But bones have other uses. In the past, bones were thrown by diviners, seeking out the mysteries of the future. Now the bones are cubes, made of plastic or resin, but they still reveal things to us. As they fall from our fingers and rattle across the table, the story becomes clear. Welcome to Bone Thrower's Theater, an RPG actual play podcast. Welcome back to Bone Thrower's Theater, to this special one-shot of Fate, Accelerated. This is Jeff, and I'm playing Barnaby, Barry Graves. My name's Aaron, playing George Clark. This is Johnny, playing one of them field boys, Eugene. And this is Jeremy, playing Silas Thompson. And I'm Jordan, and I am the GM. Previously, you all were poking around in the woods, trying to find clues as to what happened to Jim Nelson and Faye Galloway. And you found, like, a telephone hung up in a tree by the receiver wire. And you also found a burlap sack with a weird electronic (laughs) device in it that you couldn't figure out. Yep. And you broke it. It was already broken. We just <laughs> broke it more to look at it. Yeah. You don't know that it was broken before. Well, it didn't work, so let's, let's <laughs> talk about <laughs> <and just like, laughs> What he said. <laughs> yeah, the way to be the wingman there. <laughs> George. <laughs> so, at the end of the last episode, you all received a mysterious sounding telephone call. If I remember correctly, you went to Marie's Marie's house house and got rebuffed by her alcoholic father. Yes. He went to the police station and got told they were carrying junk. Yes. Which is what they thought anyway. I thought it was junk, but it might have to do with the investigation. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was investigation-related junk. (laughs) Yes. Still junk. Still junk. (laughs) Invest junk. In (laughs) junkification. You guys might hang out too much. Not enough. No, not enough. (laughs) And I went home to my mama. You went home to your mother. And she told you that what you thought was actually a Bible quote was not a Bible quote. Correct. It's from a hymn. Her favorite hymn. Your favorite hymn is Papa. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's good. That's good. So what are you going to do next? After hanging up the phone, Silas would probably be like, hey, uh, Mom, something's wrong with the phone. That seems odd. I was just speaking to your aunt. It was all garbled, and then it just started making these weird noises. Sounded fine to me. Clicks the... The hook. The, the yeah. Up hook. yeah. And then listens again. Dalton. It's like, it's, it's fine now. Who was calling? Because I couldn't understand any of it. They said it was a friend of yours. What friend? They just said they were from school and they needed to ask you about some notes. Okay. I guess they'll catch up with me tomorrow. Or Monday. What's this about the Nelson boy and the Galloway girl? Uh, yeah. Principal told us that they 
died under some mysterious circumstances, so that's why we had a half day at school today. Huh. That is sad. Yeah, so there's probably another day next week where maybe Monday where we'll have a funeral. So I'm sure we won't be in school that day either. Maybe I'll come with you. Okay. Once Barnaby hangs up the phone, he's going to stop, think about what happened for a second, pick it up, listen to it for a second, hang it up again, think for another second, pick it up, and then dial George. (laughs) So you see almost the exact same scenario playing out at George's house. Like, George hangs it up and looks at it real funny, picks it up and listens to it for a second, (laughs) and then hangs it up and looks at it really funny. And then he's reaching for it, and then it starts ringing. <laughs> Hello? George. It's Barry. Oh. oh. Well, did you did you try to call me? No. I was calling you because I got a really weird phone call a minute ago. Me too. So that wasn't you with the weird phone call. Wait, you got a weird phone call too? Okay. You did not just call me. No. Then yes, I got a funny... I couldn't understand a single word they were saying. Couldn't either. It was weird. It sounded like being out in the woods with Eugene. Kinda. Except more backwards sounding. Are we hearing that? Dude, yeah. Do you need... Do you need something to eat? What are you talking about? Why are you breathing so heavy? I thought that was you breathing so heavy. Huh. Hello? Hello? (laughs) What's so funny, George? That's not me. You boys were having fun today. (laughs) It was fun to watch you go down the hill. Yeah. And cross the streams. Hey, Barry, I'll see you later. <laughs> hey, uh, Dad? I'm gonna go over to Barry's. Hey, Ma? <laughs> I'm going to George's. Alright, dear, don't stay out too long. <laughs> <laughs> Richetta Graves. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Ma. Oh, and when you're out, can you go just stop buying a Pingly Wiggly? We need another loaf of Wonder Bread and maybe a quart of milk. You know, the uh, way I like it, I, nice and vitamin D for all the wholeness. Alright, Ma. I'll get it. Oh, uh, and I- make sure that you pick up some mild boils for your father. And maybe uh, some cools for me as well. Alright, I'm gonna need a couple extra bucks for that. Here's 75 cents. That should cover it all. Okay. Oh, and uh, did you get a chance to ask that Marie girl out yet? She's got a boyfriend. No! No! Don't worry about it. I'm gonna talk to Cheryl later today. Or, I mean, tomorrow. Alright, honey. Well, mommy loves to give me a kiss. Oh, such sweet sugars. Love you, Ma. Love you too, son.
a cross between Howard Wallowitz and Willis Masters. <laughs> I was thinking uh, uh, Biff's mom sounded so similar <laughs> to the Back to the Future. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's a stereotype for a reason. So we're walking to each other's houses. So, because you're walking the same path from opposite ways, you wind up meeting at the corner in front of the, the local ESO station. Hey, uh... That was weird. That was creepy. That wasn't weird. That was, like, totally bonkers. Okay, okay. I just didn't want to be the first person to say that. Yeah, um... I think we should... I can't believe I'm saying this. We should get Eugene and Silas. Do you think they got a phone call, too? They said they were watching us. Yeah, something's really weird going on. Hey, phone starts ringing. I'm not answering that. I don't, don't answer that. I walk over to it and... Barry! You can't just let a phone ring like that. It's not polite. I pick it up. Hello? Don't answer! Hiya, Barry. I told you not to answer that! It rings again. And again. Alright. We're gonna go to the store because my mom asked me to pick some stuff up. Well, maybe that can happen later. Yeah, let's worry about your mom's cigarettes later. She hasn't kicked the habit, I'm assuming. No, neither has dad. Man, drugs. He's down to two cartons a day. Not just packs? Correct. Cartons. (laughs) It was a different What what, did you smoke like six at a time? (laughs) I mean, it is Tennessee. Yeah. Drugs are. (laughs) Drugs will really, you know, really mess you up. They're just cigarettes. Yeah. Yeah. What are you talking about? Cigarettes. Yeah, just... Never mind. Let's... Uh, let's let's see if Silas... All right, yeah, let's go to Silas's place. Yeah, him first. I, you can at least understand what he's saying. Yeah. Is the phone still ringing? No. Let's, uh... Let's get going. So a car pulls into a ga- the gas station just as you're leaving. Starts filling up. Seems like it's a couple of hippies. All right, we're going. Yeah. Silas? Open up! What time is it? We'll go ahead and say it's around 9.40. Yeah. All the lights in the house are off. Yeah. Silas doesn't wake up. We know you're here. Your bike's in the drive. Hitting harder. Go ahead and you're trying to create an advantage, or you're trying to overcome an obstacle of a sleeping. Sounds like you're being rather forceful about it, too. I would say I'm I'm being forceful. I'm not trying to break down the door, but I got a good. I got a good. I got a good. What's your? It's a plus two base. Okay. So the two of you pounding on the door and, and shrieking and yelling, you see a light come on in the house. Your room, I would assume, is in the front of the house rather than the rear. Master bedroom is in the back where it's more peaceful. Okay. So I would assume that the you kind of hear the window open, and you see Silas poke his head out. Looks like he's still half asleep. Who was doing that? Did you get a weird phone call? Barry? What yeah, you, yeah, answer the question. What are you doing here? Did you get a weird phone call? I got a weird knock on the door at almost 10 o'clock at night. Did you get a weird phone call? The phone wasn't working like a couple hours ago. Yeah, did it sound like someone was talking backwards like uh, Eugene usually does? 
I did think it was Eugene. Yeah. And then started making these weird noises, and then the phone wouldn't work. Yeah, we got the same phone call. How do you know it was the same phone call? Because we talked about it. Like, we called each other to talk about it. They said they were watching us. Who said they were watching you? Wait, who called you guys? I don't know. It just started making some weird backwards-sounding noises, like if you spun the record backwards. And then there were some loud clanking and thudding noises. Okay, I heard that too, but my mom said it was somebody from school that was calling about some notes, so I figured my phone was just broken. So, you guys didn't get a call from somebody? They didn't identify themselves. No. But something even weirder happened. When we called each other... There was somebody else there. There was somebody else on the phone. Did people usually have two phones in their house? I don't think so. No. Depends on how much you could afford. Yeah. Because because phone lines and, and telephones themselves were actually rented out until nearly the 80s. Okay. So, like, literally, there was a law against installing your own telephone in the house. Oh, wow. Yeah, there was, like, there was somebody else there talking about watching us. Yeah, you said everything that we did. Out in the woods today. So maybe it was Eugene. Watching us? He was there with us, and it sounded... I thought it sounded like Eugene. No, this didn't sound like Eugene. It was not Eugene. I thought it sounded like Eugene. No, there's those two separate two separate things here. There's the call with the... And then there's the voice afterwards. Okay, I didn't hear any voice afterwards. Just just come down and talk with us. He sighs and is like, Just can't wait till morning. I'm not sleeping tonight, so... No. I guess neither are you. <laughs> oh, gee, thanks. Proof. See? Go answer it. Wait, no. Don't answer it. Don't answer it. Trust us. Well, the phone's not in my room anyway. It's down in the kitchen. So... Everybody's <laughs> just eerily quiet, and everybody's just sitting and listening to the phone ring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's just ringing off the hook. Silas? Honey, are you talking to some friends? Yeah, it's a couple guys from school. They're just being them. <sighs> can, can you answer the phone? Stop it ringing. Uh, okay. No, Fine. No. Alright, he put he pokes his head back. Alright guys, I, I guess I'll be right down. And then goes down and answers the phone. Hangs up, unplugs the phone. Where's that coming from? Oh, it's coming from the hand receiver. So he picks up the the hand receiver and is holding it, not plugged into anything, and it's making this this noise. Yeah. You see the front door open, and Silas is coming out, holding the phone. And is it still making the noise? Yeah. It's like, uh, and he's pointing at the empty. We told you not to answer. What'd they say? Uh, it was that weird garbled voice. So I don't know what they said. 
the hand receiver and I chuck it. I mean, like, I put all of my... He forcefully throws it. Silas is actually running to where it is and stomping on it. (laughs) Go ahead and make a forceful roll. (laughs) Plus three. This is not my game. No. This is definitely not my game. It's all good. Yeah, good enough to... To throw. To forcefully stomp. Plus four. Great. Fantastic. So you're able to mash the thumb into a whole bunch of different parts and wires and car drives by. Is it the same car that we saw at the gas station? You need to recall that. Is that my clever? Yes. Well, I got a plus one. Plus three. Plus three. It is a very similar car. In fact, it might, might be said to be this very same car that you saw previously. If they had been heading through town, would they be where we're at right now? Would it be a coincidence? Would I think it's weird that a car driving through town is on this road? No. Okay. It is weird that they're driving this late at night. Yeah. Is it? I would. I would think so. It's probably one twenty-four hours. I was actually right, but if they're driving through town, surprised like, there'd be a gas station open. Oh, honestly, Silas is not going to think anything of it. Just start walking back and over to Barry and George. I'll comment on it as being. It's a nice car. Weird that it's out this late. We're out this late. It's weird that we're out this late. It's weird that we're out this late. Do you think they got a phone call? I don't know. Are they stopping or are they just driving on by? They drove on by. I just destroyed my parents' phone. We had good reason, but I just destroyed my parents' phone. Back in my room, I got the one that we found out in the woods. We'll replace it. I'm not putting that in my house. I'll tell you what. I'll I'll talk to Marty down at the AT&T office. I'll explain the situation. There was a misunderstanding. We'll get you into one. Marty will hook you up. All right. Yeah, Marty's good people. So what are we doing? And why are we doing it now? I'm not sleeping after these phone calls. No, I know the, the garbled voice. That That's just weird. The one we got? That was scary. Well, what are we going to do about it? I don't know. That's why we got you. What do you want me to do about it? Figure out what we're going to do about it. Kind of gets a half-glazed look on his face. It's like, wait until the morning. And walks back into his house. Yeah, we're not walking out in the woods to Eugene's place. No, I wanted Silas to be with us in case somebody attacked us. We could give him Silas and you and I could take off. Don't don't the phone guys keep track of who calls who? Maybe we can actually, maybe we can go to Marty's and see if Marty can tell us that. That's not a bad idea. Let's go get Marty. Alright, let's go get Marty. Marty's just some guy that I made up. Because I'm well connected. Well... If you had asked, I would have told you who works for the AT&T office. So who works for the AT&T office? Fred Acevedo. Fred. So let's go get Fred. Fred's the guy. Fred's Fred's the guy that hooked you up with the the new phone. Let's go get Fred. We'll see if he can tell us anything about who gave us a call. All right, let's do that. Off we go. Go to Fred's house. 
Fred Acevedo lives here in town. One of the only apartment buildings in town. Okay. But we're going to go ahead and trans- transition over to Silas. What do you typically... Uh, I'm sorry, not Silas. Um, Eugene. Eugene. <laughs> I was like, damn, I thought you got rid of the phone. <laughs> <laughs> what do my typical evenings look like? Yes, what's your typical Friday night look like? <sighs> Friday night looks like just like every other night. Uh, yeah, chores. Trying to take over the world. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, what kind, of, what kind of evening chores do I got? Yeah, bring in firewood, bring in the, uh, the cattle, their hay, and skin and squirrels. That's on Saturdays. You know, just everyday farm chores. Nothing special. If my mom makes me, I do my homework. Mm-hmm. But she doesn't usually. She only typically does that if your father's away. Yeah. Because Paul knows there's no good in this school. You're sitting outside. Smoking some backy. On the porch. I'd imagine that you, you got your knife and you're, you're making one of your sculptures. Mm-hmm. The phone rings again. I go over to it. Pick it up. Hello? Hi there, Gene. Who this? You could call me an admirer. Where are you at? Not far. If you admire, why don't you come over here and help me? Oh, it's not time yet. Well, then stop calling. Oh, no, 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 no. Don't hang up on me. Your friends did that. It wasn't very nice. Well, we've had no friends. Other school children? Yeah. Goodbye. No, 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 no. Hang up. (laughs) Go sit back down on the porch. The phone falls off the receiver. Like it jumps. Hmm. That's weird. And it starts just swinging back and forth. Go pick it up and hang it up. As you're walking, the, the... the rotor starts spinning. Click over. Rings once. Okay, so the ring voice picks up immediately. I don't have it to my ear. <laughs> oh, I know. But it sounds like someone is talking right next to your shoulder. I have my knife in my hand. I slowly turn my head, looking around me. You shouldn't have hung up. I wanted to tell you how smart I thought you were. I'll take my knife and I slice the lines. <laughs> That's not going to work anymore. <laughs> I go in the house and grab the shotgun. <laughs> you think that'll work? Yeah, shoot the telephone. It's too late. What is it that your mother says? And lo, I will be with you always, even into the end of the age. So I'm still hearing this. We go inside and lock the door. Keep the shotgun with me. I have a secret to tell you, Eugene. You're going to die. And I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to reach inside your cochlea. And I'm going to twist it so that the inside of your ear feels tight, hot, and raw. It's going to make you sick to your stomach, and you're not going to be able to walk straight. Then I'm going to guide you. Your, your, what, what'd you call it? Your, your fishing spot? This here's trout land. How high do you think trout can jump? 
can they jump at all? Mama? That's called the preacher man. <laughs> Guess it doesn't matter. I'm hearing them devil voices. It's all you're going to do is fall. I won't even have to kill you like Jimmy. Maybe you can find uh, Jimmy's friends. Maybe they can help you. Who knows? I guess it's a race against time now. Bye-bye. Mama, them devil voices speak in my ears again. He refuses to speak back to the voice, so. Oh, it's done talking. Yeah. But how much sleep do you think you get that night? Not much. I'm sitting in the uh, living room by the fireplace. With a shotgun. With a shotgun. Day comes slower than you would like. All four of you have had a rough night. Might even be tempted to try that coffee. See if that'll help you stay awake. I was thinking Silas went back in and went to sleep. Oh, Silas went back to sleep. Brave boy. <laughs> he likes to sleep. I invited George over to my place after we stopped at the store. Does your dad have a pistol at home? It's Tennessee. What do you think? Do I know that your dad has a... Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Which one do you like? I'm more more fan of the 44. Good thing he's got three of those. Good. Now, Barry, do you have a gun of your own? Yeah. It's Tennessee. Of course I do. <laughs> Not just Tennessee. Eastern Mountain, Tennessee. Uh, yeah. Well, gentrified city folks. Let's be straight. None of us are probably city folks. No, no. <laughs> no. Well, to me, you all are. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's all contextual. <laughs> so, you've all made it through the night, but you're a little light on sleep, except for Silas, apparently, who can sleep through an earthquake. It took an earthquake to wake him up, so... I guess we will continue on with our weekend next time. Thank you so much for listening to Bone Throwers Theater. Thank you for listening to Bone Throwers Theater. We are releasing this podcast under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 3.0 unported license. That means you can share the podcast, but please do not modify it or try to gain financially from it. If you would like to visit our website, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater.com. If you'd like to send us an email, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater at gmail.com. Our Twitter handle is bonethrowerstheater. You can also look us up on Facebook and subscribe to our YouTube channel. And until next time, may the bones fall ever in your favor. This has been a Nerd Circle podcast production.